This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. This is Front Row on the Bigger Picture and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. The annual Boh Cameroonian Arts Awards are a way to celebrate and honor the achievements of the local performing arts industry. But this is also a uh, challenging time for the local arts world as they are all trying to figure out how to recover from the COVID-19 pandemic and the movement control order. So this year the awards will also be a rallying point for the local arts industry and in line with physical distancing measures the awards will be held virtually for the very first time on Facebook Live on the 2nd of July. So joining me today to tell us more about this year's awards is Kaki Sani's president, Long Ayuen. How are you, Ayuen? I'm good. Thank you <laughs> for joining said, me. You know, for all the work done right now, I- I'm still good. Maybe we can start with the theme for this year because I think it really does encapsulate this time that everyone is going through. For this year, the awards is themed Antara Satu Samalain. Why did you choose this? You know, it's really interesting. We got around to selecting this team and uh, coming up with the concept sometime last year, actually. Um, so before, uh, um, you know, obviously before. you knew what was coming. Yes, way before. Uh, there is no way anyone could see what was coming, even with what's happening in uh, in China. None of us imagined that it's going to happen to us. Uh, it's interesting if you look back. Uh, but we started planning for Antara Satu Samalain since July, actually, of last year. Uh, and then it all come into proper perspective in uh, October. But only when we start to announce it that we realize, gee, this makes so much sense, like in March. Mm. So it, it's really quite interesting. What we wanted to talk about before was the importance of collaboration, the importance to go out of your own comfort zone and to find um, different ways to work together. That was the earlier call. And more more important today than ever that this collaboration gives so much more meaning to um, the situation today. Um, the call to rethink about um, the kind of partnership you have been building in your career, uh, the kind of relationship that you are having with your audience, the kind of um, uh Different the different kinds of collaboration that you've not imagined before. Could it be cross disciplinary? Uh, let's not let's not just contain it to cross border, right? There's just so many different ways. What about technology? Have we looked at technology and worked with it before? Um, and the various different ways to reach out to an audience, for example. So this is the call for Antara Satu Samalain. And when we revisited it again um, in April, uh, sitting down and thinking about how, because April is our usual award season, um, how we could move forward. Um, it was also difficult to make this virtual. And it, it's so interesting in terms of timing that when we announced that um, July 2nd is the uh, virtual camis, uh, some weeks later, oh, um, events to a certain size and number is now allowed. And we're like, what? <laughs> From July 1st, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly, right. But we're happy with that announcement. It's just that, you know, um, uh, we will be doing some uh, watch parties together in a smaller group for some of the categories to come together. Mm. Um, I think it's important for the uh, for the players, for the artists, um, for creators to come together after a long uh, pause of um, uh, staying 
uh, differently from each other. This is the 17th year that the uh, Bo Cameron Arts Awards are going to be held. and But for the first time, as you just said, it's going to be held virtually. It's a Facebook Live event. Um, what will this year's awards be like? I, I think what we're trying to do is just to remind everyone um, uh, to not despair and to continuously strive towards excellence. That's, that's really the messaging of it all. Uh, we also want to remind everyone about live performances, which is not um, uh, the continuous streaming that we've been seeing. Um, artists come together um, online to put on all kinds of stuff during the MCO. You know, mm-hmm. um, They have script read, they do rehearsals, they do casting even, they do some form of... Um, uh, some storylines are specifically written for Zoom, for example, whether it's, a, um, it's uh, with different kind of storylines um, and it's presented back to the, to the audience. It's interesting, but we also want to stress the importance that this is not replacing... Um, uh, live performances. This is not uh, even near how it would have been uh, if theatre, when theatre opens. Uh, We just want to, as artists, I I guess the most important thing is to continuously create. Um, The idea that artists is building narratives around this time of MCO is important. And the fact that they found different platforms to do what they need to do to create, to still have a sense of connection with their audience is very important. But it is not anything like live performances. So one of the key things that we are trying to do uh, is to get a lot more people um, to, um, to be acquainted with theatre, with dance, with music, with musical theatre um, through this live streaming. Because live streaming allows us to reach out to um, so many more different segments of people. Uh, so, for example, when we did a nominees party, in usual years when we do a nominees party, we may have 200 people. And 200 people, by large, is a huge amount of people coming together to celebrate the best of what was last year or the year before. Um, but this year, when we did our nominees um uh, announcement, we have like uh, more than 7,000 plus viewers. And we're like, whoa, wait, these are not just the industry. These are audience or people who are just curious. Mm. Hey, this is an opportunity for us to introduce and to get them interested in the kind of stuff that Malaysians are putting out. Um, and it's uh, borderless, right? So we have got Australians come tuning in. We've got um, people from different countries um, um, commenting and saying things. I think um, that was a side that we've never, we've never considered before because live performances have always been very localized. Um, tourism intake or, or looking at it as a tourism product has never been so... It wasn't many production companies' uh, 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 main revenue line. It is very much about the audience that are local. Um, so this suddenly just really got us a different point of view of, okay, how can we now do the award show that talks about the industry, that gives other people insights and make them want to come to theatre when it reopens. 
So those were the conversations that we were having. So content-wise, it will have a lot of um, uh, um, a lot of discussions on this. Well, I I want to I want to keep to a certain amount of excitement to how we're presenting it. <laughs> uh, but I don't want to give too much away. But at the, I mean, the the whole point is that you will you will enjoy yourself. That's the minimum I I, I can I can I can I can say. Mm. But um, at the at the end of it, I also think it's important that uh, the message comes through. And this year, the message really is: um, don't forget us, don't forget yourself, don't forget you know the amazing things that um, that was and that it can happen again. Stop thinking about the next normal. And I I, I really try not to use this phrase right um, uh, as. Um, um, it's going to be so different that they have to reimagine something out of the box. It's not really like that. Theatre will open again. So we're just going to work harder to get people into the theatre. Mm. We just have to work harder to get them to, uh, um, to be excited again um, to come to the theatre space. So that's, that's, that's some of the messaging that's going to be put out. So speaking of live performances, you know, just to... I suppose go back to not a very long time ago when we had live performances still happening here. Um, tell me a little bit about the nominees from uh, last year's shows. What were, you know, who are some of the standouts? We have 77 uh, shows that were judged. Of course, uh, when we say we judge only 77 shows, it, um, the, the amount of shows that are out there is way more than 77 shows, but because we also have our criteria on what kind of shows we will judge. So if you if it is a replay or a, um, a show that has been performed before, then chances of us uh, judging it is a lot less. Um, if the number of nights that the show is on is less than what the criteria of our judging is, then we will not be judging it or the number of audience, for example. So these are some of the criteria that will then uh, render a lot of um, shows not judged. But then there are a lot more shows um, than 77. And um, 77 um, shows for um, uh, uh, it's quite a good average of a year um, for us to judge. Uh, and I'm quite happy to say that there are quite a fair bit of um, theater plays uh, uh, um, uh, from the 77. Uh, and I can't tell you what I think, <laughs> what my preference will, because that will show how biased I am. Yes. So, so, yeah. But the list of nominees are actually on kakisani.org and, um, and on Kakisani's uh, Facebook page. You can actually get a good sense of um, all the uh, shows nominated. And as always, you've got uh, the categories are, of course, theatre, music, musical theatre and dance. Um, now, what would you say were some of the trends that you noticed in the shows that were being put up last year? You know, were there, were there similarities or were there certain uh, certain types of things that were happening? And what does this say about the local performing arts scene? Um, I, I think the I, I love... Well, if I have to, if I have to say what I love something about something that I love specifically that I've seen um, is the fact that there are a lot of work from new young people. And that is extremely encouraging. Um, certain years, you really don't see enough of young people coming up and put on shows. Um, but in the last couple of years, we're seeing more and more young people finding courage um, and also encouraged by the uh, they are seniors um, for them to um, to lead in putting up shows. 
whether it is directing or, uh, or producing. So we are seeing a lot more new blood. We're seeing a lot more new faces, newcomers into the space, um, more courage, with more courage and more courage just to put on uh, the full show um, instead of just dabbling at the side. Um, so that's really, really a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're also very encouraged by some of the works in the universities and schools that we've seen um, because this will be the pipeline that we're building. Uh, of course, the, the work that requires pipeline building is a, is a lot more uh, complicated than what I'm saying right now. But and, and it's something that we are also working on with so many different parties and ministries. Um, but it is always very encouraging when you see audiences reacting and responding very well to these newcomers as well. And then you see new faces in theatre, new faces um, um, supporting um, um, new works. And and all those are building on to um, audience capacity um, uh, and also gives you a sense, a really good sense that, okay, um, it is still something that is relevant to the young people. So moving forward, because this year has been tough in terms of the performing arts, um, it is pretty difficult to say what the rest of the year is going to be like. How do you foresee next year's awards being? <laughs> I think in the in this particular conversation, we've talked about um, uh, we've talked about the strive for excellence, and uh, one of the things that we will be doing for next year's um, for next year's. Uh, edition of the awards show uh, will be a special edition. I I don't think even from now, from July, for for example, if we keep having shows every single weekend, let's say, uh, we're not going to hit the the kind of numbers that we would have hit on an average year. And um, because of that, the judges uh, unanimously feel that they don't want to have an award show just because, just for the sake of having an award show. So chances are, and we'll make this decision uh, come the end of the month, chances are, is that we will be doing a special edition of the Camis that will um, recognize some of the innovation or innovative manners that um, artists are um, putting their work forth. Uh, also, some of the various different kinds of collaboration that they have the opportunity of doing. Some of the new works that they're able to push out because of um, the lockdown and therefore they may have a little bit more resources of time or um, uh, um, fellow artists, for example, to, to, to explore with. Uh, these are stuff that we may look into to recognize at next year's special edition of Chemis. Mm-hmm. And what role do you see Kakisani playing in this upcoming phase for the Malaysian arts? Uh, <laughs> you know, when it is uh, uh, when these are questions that we are asking ourselves uh, in our war room, it's <laughs> difficult to bring out uh, the results uh, and, and tell you directly, oh, we have the exact strategy of what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. But certainly we have had conversations with some stakeholders and we are talking about um, making it a lot more seamless for um, artists cross-border to work together. Um, uh, I, I feel this, this, this mode that we are in right now 
allows us for so much more different conversations. Before this, we're all just so busy in our day-to-day, you know? We're just so busy chasing after uh, funding or chasing after uh, rehearsal time, uh, making sure everybody is is there and, and putting on a show, for example, that we aren't considering what are the other alternatives available in the world, not just in this region, but in the world. So we've been um, having many conversations with different parties, with different stakeholders, uh, not just in Malaysia, but around to talk about how can we enable better exchanges and better um, um, cross-border collaboration. It is now an opportunity to reimagine what kind of shows you want to put up. How can we work with technology, for example? Um, how important is um, uh, uh, my work reaching out to different, using what voice, reaching out to different audiences from around the world, for example? So these are questions that we need to ask. Mm. And it is the best time and a good time to do it because only when we are like, well, so therefore... <laughs> Let's think about questions like this, questions that will make us uncomfortable um, uh, on a normal day. Today, when we are already uncomfortable, it can't make us feel any more uncomfortable. Therefore, we are forced to then, all right, let's, damn it, let's look at this mm-hmm. and, you know, work towards it. Yeah. Well, and for the first time in, I guess, in the 17 years since it's been held, anyone and everyone can watch the camis. I know, exactly, <laughs> right? I, I think that's, well, to a certain extent, quite scary for mm-hmm. us um, because then a lot of people will come back and say, oh, I was imagining it to be like the Oscars, you know? <laughs> and we're like, alamak, itu ada budget tu, budget. <laughs> um, so, so there are um, there are stuff that we're very nervous about, but there are also stuff that we are uh, really excited about, especially when it comes to um, uh, the potential of reaching out to various different people. It, it's interesting to um, now think about the possibilities because now there is no border. It's not just about um, uh, a physical space. It's bigger than that, way bigger than that already. Thank you, Ngayuan. Thanks, Shamila, for doing this with me. I've been speaking with Long Ayuan, president of Kakisani, who is the organiser of the annual Bo Cameronian Arts Awards. This year, the award is being held online for the first time, this Thursday on the 2nd of July at 8.30pm on the Kakisani Facebook page. So after the break, we'll be talking to one of this year's Bo Cameronian Arts Awards Game Changers, Adele Lim, who co-wrote the film adaptation of Crazy Rich Asians and the screenplay for Disney's Araya and The Last Dragon. So stay tuned for that after the break. And if you've missed any part of this interview or any previous Front Row segments, you can download the podcast on bfm.my, on our BFM app or on Spotify. You've been listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.